Hi everyone, this is Stefan Partolo and welcome to the podcast. This insight clip is taken from episode 11 of the podcast where Michael Cox interviews Krister Anderson. Krister is a professor of political science at the University of Colorado Boulder. His research focuses primarily on governmental reforms to address social and environmental problems in developing countries. He examines the politics of environmental governance and is interested in local institutional arrangements and the role they play in examining policy outcomes. Be great to hear about, I mean, how do we summarize 13 years? <laughs> what you've been up to maybe more recently, what are the projects that you've gone to work on since focusing a lot on forestry and decentralization? What's, what about that has stayed with you? I know, that, I mean, you and I are working on this project on groundwater and agriculture in Colorado. Yeah. What's really exciting to you about that? What are the challenges? And then, I mean, the final question I'll just tell you now, I, you know, what do you think as a community studying these issues, you know, how do we move forward? What, what would, what would be good, right? I'm, for me, I'm always reminded of the 2010 book working together by Amy Petit, Marco Jansen and Lynn, yeah. right? I mean, for, cause a lot of it is to, to me about working together, you know, but how do you see it? So I'd love to hear about like, what you've been doing more recently and then from there like what do you see as yeah. the challenges or possibilities moving forward yeah yeah so right now i'm the things that i'm most excited about i think there're two things you know in most of this conversation has been about forests and yeah. you know that's kind of the the substantive area of policy that i became interested in and kind of stayed with but one of the big challenges in trying to promote forest conservation is that you know it's a political one politicians in general nobody hates forests right. i don't think right they all like forests they like being around forests they all know about the benefits of forests right. so it's not like a knowledge or lack of sensitivity right Nobody wants to destroy forests, yet forest gets destroyed. And governments often play a big role in the destruction of forests because they value other things as well that compete with forests, right. like agriculture. People need to eat. And countries' uh, uh, economies depend to a large extent on the agricultural uh, sector. Right. And so th by supporting that and really aggressively facilitating success in the agricultural sector that comes at the expense of trees and forests often, right? right? So politicians, it's not that they don't care about forests, but they care about other things more. So one of the things that I've, I've kind of realized, and this is nothing new, so it's not like something I discovered, but uh, I come to the realization, if we really care about forest conservation, we need to do a better job of framing the problem of deforestation. Okay. And so the, the, the thing that I'm interested in pursuing more through research is the importance of framing in policy analysis in general. <coughs> Excuse me. So, for example, I see an opportunity in, in many tropical countries to frame the problem of deforestation not primarily as an environmental problem, but as a problem related or a threat to human well-being mm -hmm. that has to a lot to do with health. Right. So when you deforest in a tropical country, you often have problems with disease, uh, dengue, malaria, but also uh, with water uh, quality. Right. And so instead of framing a problem as an, just an environmental problem, which has been basically the way we have tried to address deforestation. 
Right. It's bad for the environment. Greenhouse gases in particular, 20% of the global greenhouse gas emissions come from tropical deforestation. Right. Wow. Yeah. Big problem. We have to do something. But, you know, politician, from a politician's perspective, yeah, that's one problem. But we have 49 other problems that right. are probably ranked higher right now. Right. And human health is often in the top five. Right. Okay. So if you can frame it in those terms, maybe you can get better traction for addressing, yeah, we want to reduce malaria in this particular area. And there's evidence that if we, you know, protect the forest and the primary forest is, is less susceptible to, to the development of these uh, vector-borne diseases. You know, so that's, that's something I'm interested in. And one way of doing that is through behavioral experiments, to, to experiment with different framings. So one okay. idea that we're exploring together with one of my graduate students, uh, Audrey Molina Garzon, uh, she does behavioral experiments, is actually trained by Juan Camilo Cárdenas okay. and, and uh, folks at uh, La Universidad de los Andes, Maria Alejandra Vélez, uh, mm -hmm. may have uh, met as well. But so she, together with a really interesting organization that is headquartered here at uh, CU, it's the Governor's Task Force on Forests and Climate. So what it is, they, they're an international organization that invite the governor, governors of states in federal countries. So the governor of California, the governor of Illinois are participating in this, as well as the governor of Acre in Brazil, Mato Grosso, uh, Pará, I think several Brazilian states, but also states or sub-national provinces in Indonesia, in the DRC. So there are 35 executives of subnational governments that are in this task force that uh, it's a network where they are uh, trying to come up with new policy ideas of approaches to conserve forests. There are also efforts to do some emission trading. Mm -hmm. uh, so there is an agreement between the government of Acre and the government of California in emission trading. Okay. Through, you know, they buy uh, reduction credits, I believe, from Acre through forest conservation efforts in Acre. <laughs> so it's ultimately based on the cap and trade system in California? Can, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that forum, we thought that would be an excellent test bed for some of these framing experiments mm -hmm. that uh, Tara Grillo's at Purdue University uh, has helped us uh, think about to develop. So Adriana uh, has now gotten the invitation from the task force to attend one of their annual meetings to start uh, actually with the governors. Oh, wow. Uh, run these behavioral experiments, see how they respond to a different framing to deforestation vis-a-vis, -vis, you know, uh, as, a, as an environmental problem, vis-a-vis -vis a health problem. Oh, that's cool. Other that's really neat. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Real decision makers, right? Real right, executives. Yeah. Almost like presidents. Like, like there are presidents oh. of small countries almost. Yeah. Governor of California, right? Like that's, yeah. 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 All right. Well, what is it? Seventh biggest economy in the world? Or something? Yeah. Something like that. Okay. But, you know, so that's really exciting to me to be able to link environmental problems to other problems that are probably ranked higher on the politician's priority order. Right. So maybe we can get better traction. And in fact, you know, this is nothing new. Obama did this very successfully. 
I mean, if you if you read this, the Clean Power Act, mm-hmm. you know, the, his program to uh, regulate coal-fired power plants, mm-hmm. the whole rationale for that is public health. Right. And if you look at the Clean Air Act, the Clean Water Act, the, the basic rationale the is health. Is, yeah. The framing is health. Right. And I think that's that's really powerful. Right. You know, that was in the 70s even. But, but if we look at it now, I think that's... Gotten away from that maybe? Yeah, at least in the international, you know, research, uh, international policy, when we're trying to promote environmental policies, mm-hmm. we're, we're kind of focused on the environmental problems. Aren't we? Yeah. I mean, that's my, my perception at least. But I don't think we're having much success if, in that. So maybe it's time to experiment with different ways of framing it. I think there's some, a lot of things that we could learn from like how these policies came about here in the United States. Thank you for listening to the podcast. You can find more information about all of our guests in the show notes for each episode. You can follow the podcast on Twitter where you can share and further engage with the content, as well as give us your recommendations for future guests. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, and it can also be streamed from our website. This podcast is part of a larger project called the Environmental Social Science Network, www.essnetwork.net. On the website, you can become a member and use all of the resources provided for free. This includes webinar videos, a blog, knowledge base, and using the website as a platform for your own projects.